Hello, everyone, and welcome to my show, My So-Called Fabulous. It is great to see and hear you, right? Because you can see me, of course, and hear me as well. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, chef, cookbook offer. I love everything fabulous, fashion, beauty, interiors, fitness, and health, which brings me to health. And that's what we're talking about today. Goodness gracious, today I'm going to talk about real life, real things that happen, things that just happen in your life, and my health, what's going on with me. So I told you, oh gosh, a few weeks ago in January, I turned 55. And I, you know, it's that age you just didn't realize you were ever going to be 55. Like how in the world did that happen? I don't even know how that happened. But it did, it happened. And, you know, each to me, I remember turning 20, 30, 40, 50, 50, and life changes. Like I lost my vision, my vision started going downhill in my 40s. It's like I woke up one day and went, hey, hey, I can't see. And I had 20, 20 my whole life. But 55, this has done something to me. Someone explain to you because what I also want from you, I need to hear from you because I need your help as well. If you can please go to my Instagram or my Facebook at Tiffany C. Blackman is my Instagram or my Facebook. Please let me hear from you because... I am just wondering what's going on with the world. Now, I'm hitting this 50 demographic. I am smack dab right in the middle of menopause. So I said it. There it is. It's um, Mother Nature. She's not very nice. Um, We've said that before. She's just not been very nice lately. So menopause. So this is what's going on. So I turned 55, and sure enough, um, I my knees go out, and the doctor's like, well, your tread's going out. It's like your, your tires. I'm like, well, you can't really get new. Please tell me I don't have to get new knees. So what it is, you need hyaluronic injections because you're losing the cartilage in your knees. Have you ever had that happen? I mean, seriously. So I'm going to blame a little of this on my daddy because, in a little DNA because, yes, he has the same thing, and he just had a knee, his second knee replacement. So... Bottom line is we've been fighting with insurance for about four weeks now, and it looks like maybe next week I'm going to have these injections in my knee, my left knee. So I'm praying, 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 because I actually last weekend. So many of you that know me and many of my followers, I work out six days a week. I do three days strength training, I sprinkle some cardio in, and three days uh, reformer Pilates for my back and my spine because I have a terrible spine. But so... um. I've had to curve my my workouts, and the, one of my sports there a sports therapist told me, "Do not stop working out. Keep moving. Moving is so very very important. But listen to your body and listen to the pain." So, unfortunately, last Saturday I was in Austin and I just couldn't get out of my pajamas. And you know, a lot of it I was just thinking it's my knee and I feel like crap and blah blah blah. But um. We're going to get help on that, but I'm just curious, those of you that have had this, where am I headed? Am I really headed to a knee replacement? But then my back, but I also think, because I've told you all before, my back, I have severe spine issues. I have fusion in my neck, my cervical, two-level disc replacement. Actually, the physician that replaced Tiger Woods or did its low back surgery did mine, and I have an implant in my lumbar. And so that's really fun too. But I think what's going on is because I overcompensate, I work out, and um, I think I'm just my. It's like the doctor said, my wheels are having are coming off a little bit. But what do you all do out there? 
I mean, what do you do? I can't stop and I'm not going to stop. And you would say, well, maybe the pain, if it's bad enough, it will stop. But, you know, I'm going to get this fixed. But back to my 55. So hormones and lack thereof. So you know, when you're young and vivacious, you have, um, we talked about before you have collagen and you have all of this, these wonderful, um, uh, these hormones. And my sister and I've talked about my nephew, he's uh, 16, 17, 18 years old, and the boys are full of testosterone and they're just, oh, they're just ready to go. And, and, and just very, you know, they love the girls. And, um, so you have that age, then they start declining, declining. And in the fifties, 55, so, so yesterday, I go to my doctor, my hormone doctor. So mind you, I'm transferring doctors from Austin to Fort Worth. So I went to my doctor, did a, a series of lab tests. Now I'm going to do, I'm going to have a, a, a disclaimer here. This is my experience. I am not giving you advice. I am actually asking advice from you, but I am just going from my experience and we're going to all talk about this together. So I do a saliva test and I do a blood test and all of this to find out my hormones, to see exactly where I am. And lately, um, I'm going to use the word, my husband would have a different word for it, but he would call it a little bit fussy. So I've been a little fussy lately, um, especially this past weekend. So I had to have a um, come to Jesus with Greg, but um, so the decline of the hormones. So my doctor sits me down yesterday and she looks at me and she's like, I just need to ask you how you're feeling. Um, I said, I'm, I'm not feeling well at all. And she said, um, so, um, are you angry? I'm like, well, I'm happy. I'm the happy, happy person, but I'm frustrated. Well, um, tell me this. So, or tell, give me your symptoms. I'm like, well, all right. So, I am, I, I, everything in my body is dry. I mean, guys, I'm so dry. Everything. I just went to the dry bar and got my hair done. They just washed my hair. And you know what she said to me? She said, you know what? Next time you might want to do this different treatment because you have dandruff. And I'm like, what? Oh, my goodness. I was making fun of kids in junior high that had dandruff. My goodness. So... I, I'm like, okay, all right, I've got, this has got to, this, something's got to happen because I'm dry, everything, my hands, my skin, so, um, my, my, my face, everything. So no sleep. That's another, I'm not sleeping. I bet you I have not slept a full night's sleep in over eight months, six to eight months. I think I backed it up to the last time I actually slept all night. Do you have that problem? Um, I've done everything. So I'm taking, I'm taking melatonin. I've taken the, uh, my sweet friend Hillary gave me Calm, the magnesium. I'm taking L-theanine. I actually am taking a prescription medication of Quinapin, which is to me controversial um, I, because it is a, a um, it's, it's a drug that I really don't want to be on the rest of my life, but I can't do without it. So none of these things are working. So I'm talking to my doctor and she said, well, your estrogen, you are in your estrogen dominant and your testosterone is the level of some men that come into my office. And I'm like, what? How did this happen? So basically it's almost like I, well, it is, there's no basically to it. I am overloaded on testosterone. I'm overloaded on estrogen. I'm perfect. Everyone know I'm fabulous in my progesterone. That's good. But then she asked me, she goes, your DHEA, are you taking? Now, mind you, everyone, I really don't know what I'm talking about. I can just give you what I'm doing. But 
it. She said, how's the DHEA? How are you taking that? And I went, I'm not. And so somehow my body and the hormones that are in my body now are producing DHEA, which is good, but we don't want to overproduce it. So I'm just like, oh my goodness, how in the world did this happen? And she said, by the way, your cortisol levels are high and your adrenals are through the roof. Is there anything going on in your life? Like, is there anything going on in my life? Oh my goodness, of course there's things going on in my life. So I'm super busy starting a career, a, a new career. So anyway, bottom line is bioidentical hormones. I am not selling, I'm not, I'm not doing anything, but saying that is what I've been doing, but I haven't, I haven't monitored it the right way, or my body just went cuckoo crazy puffs and all of these things have happened. So what now? So now I take some time and I get this regulated. You know, and I was talking to my husband last night about this. So I'll get a little sad about this, but I was talking to my husband and I'm like, dang, I mean, how did this happen? And he said, you know what, Tiffy? The good news is, he said, I think this is all such good news. The good news is we know what to do and we know how to fix you now. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this guy that I just, I want something to ring his neck and I, but I love him so much that loves me so unconditionally. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much. So we're going to fix this. So how are we going to do this? So I have this hormone patch coming my way. And then we're discussing pellets. So testosterone pellets. First of all, I've got to deplete myself a little bit of what's going on because apparently I'm a man right now. But um, the the testosterone pellets, I, I'm really, really up in the air. I don't know what to do about this. And by the time you listen to this, I will have done it or not done it because I have an appointment next Monday. But um, I will make this decision because I'm just not sure because I'm scared because you all have, if you've listened to me before, I have an eating disorder or I'm, I'm former eating disorder person. If not sure if it ever goes away, but I asked the doctor, am I going to get fat? Is that going to happen when you get pellets? Do you get fat? And I'm so worried about taking this, doing the patch, so on and so forth. And she said, Tiffany, look at your numbers, look at the red if you're going to be fat, you're going to be fat right now. So deal with this right now. Know that these numbers are in the red. So I was like, okay, that makes sense to me. So have any of you done this before? Tell me about this. I'm dying to hear. I'm going with my Mahjong sisters tomorrow on a little retreat. And um, a couple of them have gone through this. So I'm anxious to talk about it. So yeah. Yeah. How about that? How about your girl telling you have dandruff? Isn't that funny? I think that's pretty funny. Anyway, so all of these things to know, menopause absolutely positively sucks. But it is Mother Nature, and we all have to do to this, you know? You have to have that Michelin ran around your around your um, your waist. For, it's like this tire around your waist. But you have to combat that as well with eating and working out. And you all know my I've talked about working out. I'm avid. But when I start pulling back from that, it makes me think. But you know what? It's a lot of it's, I think a lot of this, especially today with this, you know, waking up and feeling this way is anxiety and depression. I have so much anxiety about this and everyone in every realm of this world has some kind of anxiety and depression. Please don't say you don't because 
that's living in denial. Um, I do. I'm anxious about my business. I'm anxious about my body now. I'm anxious about my family and my friends. And, you know, I'm a little depressed today because I'm like, gosh, I'm not that 100% tiffy, but I am going to be next week. I promise, promise. But that that um, anxiety and depression comes along with ever this, a lot of this. And uh, many of you that are listening to this now are probably in my age group, but you girls and guys... Um, there's a lot to be said for anxiety and depression. We are totally going to hit on that at some other time. But this menopause and hormones hits on that certainly 100%. So food. So I was talking to my doctor. So she says, what do you eat? What is your what is your diet? And she knows I eat, I eat well. Um, I do. I try to follow the paleo eating plan. And I at least 85%. Um I feel like from time to time I have one too many puppies and that is my vodka and grapefruit. And so what I'm going to do is I'm cutting that out. I'm doing what she, so she did a blood test and, and, um, it is a, it's called the leap. It's a leap food elimination plan. So in doing that, we can figure out like what foods are bothering me or what I may have allergies with the ones that are screaming at my adrenals and my cortisol, and of course the inflammation, because that's one of my main issues is the inflammation in my body. And I, the doctor even said, you have, you have back and knee, but I'm talking joint pain and neck pain and all, well, more than neck pain, but a lot of pain lately. So I'm tuning, I'm turning to this leap plan and you all know, I love Prolon. I've done the Prolon five day fasting the intermittent fasting, and I adore that. But this is something totally, totally different. So the LEAP plan, the intermittent, the uh, elimination plan, so they did the blood test and came back, and I had four, count them, four foods that are absolutely positively no-no. It's almonds, peanuts, soul, I never had taste soul in my life, and strawberries. Go figure. I cannot touch those. So they're eliminating this from my from my diet and several others. But the good news is I can have beef and chicken and turkey and and a, and a myriad of vegetables, um, some some flavor enhancers. But of course, no puppies or alcohol. Of course, but for ten days. And what is crazy about that? You would think I'd be allergic to grapefruit juice, and I can have that. I can have that. So, but it doesn't taste the same as vodka. Just P.S. People. So, um, so this plan. I'm on day two. I'm doing okay because I. Try Try not to think about it, but um, I'm doing fine. I had a steak last night at Pacific Table and a salad, and I, uh, Sharice, my girl up there, and made my dressing for me. And um, today I've just had ground beef and eggs, and and I'm doing okay. I mean, I really am, but I'm anxious to see ten days of doing this, eliminating the foods that they suggest eliminate, and see how my body reacts. So then you go, what do you do after that? So then the next day, the next phase is the phase two, ten more days, and what you eliminate or put to, put back together. And it's interesting because my husband and I are going to Cabo during that ten days, and then the last ten days of this is when we're, I'm taking the girls to Cabo and we'll talk about that in a minute, but, but interesting with this food plan. So it's not even food, it's even chemicals. Um, it's things that you use on your body, you ingest. So all of this comes out in this, this, uh, leap test. So working with a counselor, I talk to her every, I talk to her quite often, I email uh, a lot, just making sure I can take this, 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 and this, and what can I eat and what can I not eat? And, you know, my big thing is, Okay, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. We're not going to make a mistake. I'm not going to say, and she's like, you know what? Don't worry about failure. Worry about success and how great you're going to feel after you eliminate these foods. And 
You know, I know a lot of people would say bah humbug on the food thing, but think about it. Hey, do you eat something and then the next day wake up or the, the middle of the night and go, ooh, something doesn't agree with me. It's food. It's food. And food is nourishment. And food is our life. And food is our body. And you all have heard me say, God gave us one body. You better take care of it because you're going to be 55 here in a minute. Right? So this leap plan, I'm pretty excited about. So I'm posting just a little bit, not enough because I'm not that educated in it. So day by day, I'm just kind of posting one um, on my Instagram story, one item of uh, one complete meal that I'm having. So I'm pretty excited about it. But I think in 30 days, I'll know. And I ask, I love almonds. I don't have to have peanuts. But you know what? Peanuts are hidden in a lot of things, these, you know, nut allergies. And I'm not allergic to all uh, tree nuts at all. But it's interesting because peanuts, I must be ingesting things that have a lot of peanuts in it. So, and, and peanuts made, you know, things in factories with peanuts. So we'll see about that. Um, you know, I had someone the other day ask me, so are you doing this to lose weight? Um, no, I'm not because I'm, I'm determined to figure out why the excess, you know, pain in my body. Um, but no, do, to be honest with you, do I always feel like I need to lose weight? I always feel like I need to lose weight. But that's my mind. That's where my mind goes. And I think it will the rest of my life. It's, but it's just managing. How in the world do you manage your brain going there and and you you facing reality or living with life? And and sometimes I go, gosh, do you do all these these different food plans because you're trying to lose weight? I don't think so. I think I'm finally at that age where I go, okay, you know, I think I've got this. I think I hold, I'm, I'm around 25 pounds or so, and I have a lot of muscle. And if I don't get my act together with my hormones, I'm going to lose my muscle. And if I don't eat properly, I'm going to lose my muscle. And that's hard to get back. Very, very hard. Um, I'm 55. I've been working out since I was a little girl. And I would hate to see, I'd have to put all that muscle back on together. But anyway, so, yes, so, this is, if some of you have questions, it's not Whole30. This is very, very, um, uh, very, very um, specific to my body and my blood and how that test came uh, came out. And so I'm, I'm anxious, anxious to talk to you about that each week. I, maybe I'll just talk about, throw that in on each little podcast. So anyway, so that is that. And... Um, aging process and life changes. So I've told you all before that uh, Greg, he actually sold his company in Blackman Mooring back um, October 1st of 2019. And we are still trying to find our new norm. And bless his heart now, wife in menopause. But anyway, he, um, Greg is doing well and he loves Austin. And we sold our home in Austin to um, my former husband, Kennedy's dad, and his wife. And they are um, moving in, actually, as we speak, I believe. So I'm so excited. I'm going to go see the house next week. And some people said, do you miss that house? I miss that house um, because I helped raise my daughter and my husband and I had that together. And the view is just absolutely spectacular over the canyons in Austin and the preserve. But I don't miss the heavy responsibility of having that home and my home in Fort Worth. And it's when you, you you enjoy it, but when it starts sinking the life out of you because of the responsibility financially and the responsibility of the upkeep because it's over an acre 
And it was a lot, a pool that we're having, we're, that we had to do a lot of maintenance on before we sold. And it was just an enormous, enormous burden, but because we couldn't be there at the same time. So we're like, okay, Greg still loves training. He's a jujitsu mofo. He's, he's a brown belt. Actually, um, we just found out he needs to start teaching again next week. So he's going to be teaching again in Austin, um, for his working towards his black belt. So we needed a place in Austin. So we decided to lease for a year. Y'all come see us down on rainy street, downtown Austin. And it is, I have to say, it is fabulous. We absolutely love it. We um, we live on the 30th floor overlooking the Capitol downtown and the, the lake. And um, the sunsets are amazing. And we just absolutely love it. I am working on... I did this one by myself. I um, decorated it all the decoration. Uh, Pam Flowers helps me help me with colors. But it was integrating my furniture, which was old world, um, heavy Italian, French countryside, um, was the home in Austin. So let me tell you what: selling pieces that are in, that are from the 1400s, you know, no one really wants to give you what what that's worth. That's not the trend. The trend um, in inter- interiors right now is certainly not heavy old world. So what I had to do was take a very modern, clean, contemporary home in Austin, take that, that, uh, the rainy street home or the condo. And I am trying to mix a little bit of the old world with some high gloss and just a lot of modern contemporary pieces. And I was crazy story. So I have several paintings that we purchased through the years. And one of the paintings um, just looked ragged and old. And so it had just an interesting little tear on it. So I took it to a frame shop, Marty and Pat's here in Fort Worth, which I adore y'all. And um, they said, you know what? This is an old painting. You need to take this to Dow. So I took it down to Dow, Mr. Dow. And he, he, um, he, he determined that this painting is from the late 1700s. And, it's on the reason why he, I don't know. I'm trying to be a, an art curator here, but um, he, our historian, but he was showing me. He was showing us how it's on just almost a board and the paint. But how does something that preserved? So what we did, we took these paintings. I had actually three. The other two were not well, actually four. The others were not near as old, but they're still very old. But I took them from their old, rustic, beaten up, old, old, old frames and we put them into new beautiful bright frames and it's a way of taking that old world and mixing it with the new and hopefully it'll turn out beautiful I'm crossing my fingers but we love it Greg and I love it we love that we do not have to get out of our we don't have to get in our car we get we walk everywhere we go we can uber a lot of people scooter but it's not a good idea with my back but um it is just so great um, my husband, Greg, meets people in the, everywhere, and he meets the most interesting people. He'll talk to anyone, and I walk up, and bartenders know him, and, and concierge know him, and it's just such a great, great thing. And you know what? It's turnkey, and then we come home to our home in Fort Worth, which I absolutely adore, and thank you, 360 Magazine, again, Mita, for featuring us on the January issue. That was such an honor, and we've that is a labor of love. I love it. I keep telling my husband. I'm not quite finished yet, but he says we're finished, but no, we're not finished. 
Are you ever finished with a home? I don't think so, right? So anyway, things that are coming up for us, uh, Greg and I are going to Cabo here in a few weeks to close on our home there, and it's a villa, three-bedroom villa, and we're pretty excited. Um, we got married there um, in 2011. Love it. It is absolutely our 1,000% happy place, and um we just are so excited because we have this opportunity, sold Austin home. We're going to, we have decided to do the villa. And um, I'm so excited for everyone to see that as well, too. So we're here and I are going to close here in a couple of weeks and uh, look for the pictures of that and everywhere. And uh, so, and then we're turning around. It's uh, TCU, TCU spring break. And I'm so excited. We're taking, Kennedy and I are taking um, four of her sorority sisters, five, another one of my dear friends, two of my dear friends, and we are going to for a girls week in Cabo. So we're so excited. And with that said, you know, um, the girls that are going, so here's here is something that I really, really, I've never done this before. I've had children come to my home. I've had, you know, kids throughout the years, but I've really never taken this many girls on a trip to a foreign country by myself. So here's here's my thoughts. So I was a little nervous because Kennedy's an only child. And so I was talking to her about it and she's turning 21, but the, the drinking age is 18 over there. So really doesn't matter because everyone's definitely over 18 that's going with us. But um, I was really nervous about asking because it's a huge responsibility for a mom. So I... With my daughter and a couple others being over 21, I, I had to set some hard, fast rules. So, And I wonder what you think about this, because I'm sure I'll have judges, but I said, Kennedy, if if you don't mind, we are not leaving the resort. We're not. I'm not taking these girls over to Mexico, and I know what I can control, but we're not leaving the resort. And she 1,000% said, I'm with you, Mom. I mean, we've got five restaurants on the property and do all that, and we don't have to do that. So I'm like, okay, I was a little nervous, or the sorority sister's going to be nervous and say, no, no, we're out. We're not doing this. I'm not going to do that. So I hear back from the girls. They're in. They already bought their tickets. They're going. They weren't concerned they didn't have to go to Cabo, Wadabo, and down on Squids Row or whatever that's called. Because I've done that. It's not that fun. You just kind of go, I'm going to go back there. So um, so I was very pleased that the girls were that way. And, you know, a couple of the girls... Their mom, you know, their parents had to take think about it. Now, mind you, these parents are from all over the United States. They really don't know me. Let me think. One, two, no, none of the four girls that are um, under the age of twenty one know me. My parent, I met one of them parents one time, but I, I mean, not really who Tiffy is. You know what I mean? Like, really? Like, would you really get them down there and let them go out? And and they're all under one roof. But are you really going to do that? But I just got a couple of calls from moms, and you know, like a great parent should do is a great parent should basically interview me and say, you know, tell us how the transportation is going to work. Tell us about, you know, and and it was it was refreshing. And you know, a friend of mine said, "So were you were you a little bit um, put off by that? Are you kidding me? I need to tell these moms and dads exactly where their girls are going." So um, we've talked about it. We talked about transportation. We talked about how we're you know, the food and everything. And, you know, and it's, you just have to be careful there. I mean, you know, we're gonna, the, 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 the resort's great, but just be careful with the water everywhere else. And 
And of course, there's the alcohol component. So, you know, it's it's um it's a new new phase of my life with my daughter. Um, like I said, we we've traveled together as parents, but I'm not the only parent. I I wasn't the only parent going, and I've asked my husband to go with this, and he's like, "Nope, y'all have a big time." So um, he's not going with us, but um, we are going to have a wonderful time. I'm so excited about it. It is Kennedy's birthday celebration week, and um, she's she's. Turned turning 21. And, um, of course in Mexico, she's, she's, she's had the tequila before in Mexico before, for sure. You know, and think about it too. You know, think about how people react the first time to alcohol. You know, that's another thing we have to think about is, um, with these girls, I have to be just very careful. And I, I mean, myself, my goodness, I'm going to be coming off of a elimination plan. <laughs> oh my goodness, they better watch me. But um, seriously, you know, just a lot of responsibility. And um, but I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait for some of my friends to see the sunrise in the morning and the sunset in the evening in beautiful Cabo at Las Montanas. So I'm so excited to share that. So really, really happy place for me. I'm so excited for that. So let me get, I just want to wrap this last part up with, I want to talk to you about um, being 55 and changing careers or shifting gears because I'm, I'm, I'm always a chef and, and I certainly still do work and contract for other, um, other people, but um, it's it's an interesting ride. So last April, I think I've told you, last April we, um, my daughter again for years, years, and my friend Ellen and um, Austin for years. Tiffy, mom, please start an Instagram. You'd be so great. I would go to different, um, I would see different chefs or restaurants or interior people or whatever. Hey, let me see your Instagram. You have to have all your food on it. I didn't have it. I had a Facebook with a lot of followers, but I didn't have an Instagram. So it was time. So I said, when I do it, I'm going to do it right. So last April, we decided to do it. And um, I had this in the back of my mind that I've always wanted to brand myself because I branded many, many companies and many products throughout my life. And I'm very proud of that, but it was time to do it for me. So Boy, it's like mom. Our first, our first, um, we were Kennedy and I were in Scottsdale, and we did a couple of posts. And um, I had someone that was helping me, a dear friend that was helping me, and that was not really his passion. And he was moving away, and he's like, "This is bigger than I am, and I want to find you someone that's fabulous to help you." And you know what? We started this Instagram. We got going with it. We did this a few months now. You know what? I was talking to my producer, Paul, earlier today. And, you know, I'm very impatient. I'm very impatient when it comes to you. I'm like, people follow me. Why won't you follow me? So we've been in business since April, and we have 1,800-ish followers on Instagram. But um, I'm just like, why, 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 why? I don't get it. And, you know, the market's saturated. It's absolutely saturated. It's interesting ways to find followers. And some of you that are listening to me know exactly what I'm talking about. And some of you are going, I don't have a clue. My dad is like, I don't know what you're talking. I'll follow you anywhere you want to go. So, um, so on came my fabulous fabulous social media manager and one of my precious best friends now, Hillary, and she has changed and transformed my business. You know, my husband has always said, and he's, he's a very successful um, businessman, and he said, always hire people that are smarter than you, and that's what I've done. Um, those of you that say, oh, you should do it yourself, shame on you. Right now, I don't want to do that. 
right now, I don't want to do that. Hillary's smarter than I am. She knows how to put this thing together, this beautiful Instagram. And then what happens? She goes on and creates a website and a blog for me. So we're doing that. And you know what? It's a lot. And if y'all rewind, remember, I'm going through some hormone issues too. So poor Hillary and Paul, my people in my life. So um, so then the website comes around in the blog and we're working on that. We have so many fun ideas, great, great ideas. Um, and then boom, Paul Rogers, our producer, he said, let's do a podcast. I mean, who in the world is going to listen to me? I'm serious. I don't even want to listen to myself. So we started the podcast and guys, thank you all. Thank every one of you that are listening and are subscribing and text me a screenshot of the notification on Tuesday morning with our new podcast comes out. And you are all making my so fab- so-called fabulous, so fabulous for me and my team. So yeah, we've got the YouTube going on, which again, you know, what's kind of funny in this whole thing. I don't know what the heck we're doing, but we're doing it. And I'm driving this bus, and there's a lot of people pushing this bus behind me, and I'm just along for for this fabulous ride. But I'm gonna, we're gonna do this. And I and I, I have this written here. Go after your dreams later in life, even if you have skeptics and people that don't believe in you. Believe in yourself. Everyone, thank you so much for joining me today, and to my so-called fabulous. And I'll see you next time.